0: This summer is going by just way too freaking fast. How do we stop how do we slow it down? I mean time in general. That's a probably been, you know, everyone's been asking that for quite
1: a long time. Oh wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh I guess yeah, it has gone by kind of fast.
0: I mean, you guys were out for months for work and everything, and then you're back, and now you're already leaving again, leaving me.
1: Well <laughs> it's a it's really that's what it's about is leaving you behind. Yeah in the dust. Uh, when I found out that I could work a job where I didn't have to be <laughs> around, around you me. <laughs> at all, that was when I yeah, that's when I was like, all right. Yeah, I'll it's take that it's job. not about like getting out of the small town, it's about getting away from Josh. Josh. So like we if we lived in New York City and you were there, I would I would still want to get just as far away. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this just turned into a a roast session right at the beginning. uh, uh, Welcome to our uh, roast of Josh. Josh, surprise. Uh, Uh, This is a roast. It's a summer roast, buddy. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. go. Come on. Bring it on. I hate your stupid beard.
0: Slash uh, intervention. (laughs) Damn. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, dude, you got to stop smoking so much weed, man. And waking up with pizza in your pocket.
1: Yeah. Yo, that was was a literal explosion. Yeah, what? That wasn't a firework. Fuck. We just got an explosion. We just
0: heard an explosion. What the fuck was that? Propane tank or something? Maybe. That was big. In all actuality, it's not. It's not a roast of Josh. Oh, Uh, you guys aren't putting me on a spit. No. Uh,
1: It's a. It's another (laughs) mentionable mystery. I'm out. I'm done. Oh well. Bye, Ryan. If we're not roasting Josh, I don't want any part of it. I mean, the truth is, I'm kind of gamey. (laughs) <laughs> uh, ooh, is it because you like play video games <laughs> yes, these are like the worst <laughs> puns I've ever heard in my life you're fired this isn't about you okay
0: this is about Josh Uh, <laughs> no this is about mentionable mysteries
1: <laughs> he is a mentionable mystery himself you know what I mean he's so mysterious uh, we, I can be at times I feel like he was applying like a sexual mysterious sorry you know what, I mean? what was that Colin we want uh, we have... Yeah, so I do actually God, think yeah. that. Damn it. So what it comes down to is I don't want Colin to I give talk. up.
0: You, you fuckers can do the episode.
1: <laughs> I'm done. I'm just gonna sit here. I'll be the fucking peanut gallery and interrupt you when you're trying to say shit. Hey, uh, how's everybody doing out there? This is Ryan. Uh... Coming at you live. Yeah, from... uh, don't worry about anybody else, uh, any other voices that you've been hearing. Um, I'm taking over the show. It's gonna be a good time, and... Colin, we need an intro. Yeah, oh no go. Fuck you, I'm not even gonna let you do the intro you thought of. Sour.
0: To not to mention podcast for our mini mentionable mysteries episode i'm josh i'm ryan and i'm colin M- many 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 mentionable mysteries many 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 many, many, many mentionable many 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 mentionable mysteries yes. Damn, yeah that's a good that's one, a good one. one it. Man. i like it yeah. all it. right So I've been uh, reading a couple of books in preparation for some big mentionable mysteries, and I've actually gone to great lengths to keep it hidden from Ryan. Like I've got a book (laughs) cover from a different book on the book that I'm reading, so he can't see what I'm reading. Wouldn't it really
1: suck if you put in all this effort? And I know everything about it. Yeah, you're you're just like an expert on yeah. the subject.
0: No, I know I know you know a He's little. Like, like, oh, oh, bit I did a
1: project it. in fifth
0: grade on this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know you know actually. a pretty decent amount about it actually. But it, I, the book that I'm reading is going to give us the details that I the know de- you don't. It's going to give you the juice, the juice. Yeah. Um. But in the meantime, uh, we've got these little mini mentionable mysteries, uh, a bunch of mysteries you say- that. We have
1: many, many <laughs> mentionable <laughs> mysteries?
0: Yes, I would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice um, the, These are all
0: mysteries <laughs> that I felt like couldn't fill an entire episode, but were definitely worth mentioning. Oh. Bravo! Every time, Bravo. It's, it's good every time. It never gets old.
1: Yes, well done, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I love it when he does that.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's kind of cheesy, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Oh, lay the cheese on us, buddy. It's I'm gonna, I'm gonna start.
1: Spookster.
0: With a entry in a newspaper. From
1: 1855.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, okay, 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 I'm just gonna let that one. <laughs> just let it let ride. It go. You're
1: like, that's not the right. You know what? <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It appears on
0: Thursday last night there was a very heavy snowfall in the neighborhood of Exeter and south of Devon. On the following morning, the inhabitants of the above towns were surprised at discovering the footmarks of some strange and mysterious animal endowed with the power of ubiquity, as the footprints were to be seen in all kinds of unaccountable places, on the tops of houses and narrow walls, in gardens and courtyards enclosed by high walls and palings, as well as in open fields. Uh, What he's describing here are hoofprints that they have found in a single file line... Going for miles.
1: <laughs> you better not, pout. Right. <laughs> itself, not that jump. was actually my first inclination, is this is Santa's practice run. Some mom and dad took that, like, way too far. You know, like, like where they the... Would put the tracks <laughs> yeah. out in the yard for you? Did yeah, you say uh,
0: Devon? Yes, the town Devon. Yes. Okay, I'm thinking in Britain... Devin. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah I, I think it is so, yes. you called it with the with the uh, the, the British <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if it is
1: British, but <laughs> Yes, yes he is. Uh, now Colin, I not to take away from the, the mystery here, but uh what, what accent th- would you say you were Oh, God, I don't know. All All right, had terrible ahead, I don't, a, a terrible one. I don't keep a terrible one. Like I said it was cheesy. <laughs> uh,
0: so they Immediately assumed blitzen what you would think they would assume the devil's <laughs> hoof prints. Oh, god damn it! Oh, yeah, I'm over here I mean, thinking yeah. like
1: Saint Nick and shit. and They're like, Oh, it was the devil. <laughs>
0: I mean, my first inclination, <laughs> oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah like, devil. That was that was what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> my first inclination is like a goat or something, yeah, like, like you a... Know, a mountain goat, but I don't know, you know, I don't know if they have a whole lot of mountain goats in England. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> let alone their ability okay yeah okay so once again we're just gonna leave that live so but let's get into the weird details here they they claimed that it went in single file for miles not not just miles 40 to 100
1: miles okay well that's a big gap though well it is so a big gap it sounds gap. like somebody doesn't know what range. the fuck they're talking well, about well i think you know the, the guy was it 40 Or was it a hundred, buddy?
0: Somebody later in the 1900s, having heard of these reports, went and compiled all of the reports from different towns and newspapers that they could find. Yeah. And, you know, he was scrupulous about some of them. Maybe they were just jumping on the bandwagon, but his estimate was 40 to 100 miles. It's a little big. It's a little big. (laughs) It's a little big. What's also weird is they found these tracks in some really strange places, like on narrow walls, as if it were walking along the wall. Balancing that kid the top was playing with his tech deck. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, you know, earliest uh, speculation, they the newspapers and stuff said it was probably a prankster or possibly uh, Ooh, parkour, parkour. Parkour. Goat. Parkour, Parkour goat. goat. Yes, that's definitely what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. A he, prankster
1: that would have been so, like you'd have to forty, 40 miles to a hundred. Well, and besides, like <laughs> <he's> not, <laughs> just, he's just really, really <laughs> focused on that to a hundred. <laughs> like yeah, some prankster some merry prankster decided to walk a hundred miles through the night well and they had thought of this too so they said that maybe
0: it was that in combination with like field mice who are known to hop through the snow uh maybe like causing uh, like a coincidental path of yeah, are you <laughs> buying this shit? No, no. The field mice are working in. It, they're in cahoots. With, yeah, they're in cahoots with
1: the pranksters. Like I, that's just silly to me. It yeah. turns out they trained those field mice for years. No, that's ridiculous. Just to pull off this one prank, it was clearly Santa Claus. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> see, I'm still thinking like everybody outside, like this must be Satan, and I come running out and I'm like, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> He's a witch! (laughs) They're like,
0: uh, this guy. (laughs) One of my favorite theories is the weather balloon theory. Now, I know that's used as an explanation for a lot of conspiracies, and it's yeah, kind of overplayed. shit, you know? But this one actually kind of makes sense. Oh, they all do. A runaway weather balloon that had shackles tied to it that would have been holding it to the rope that broke. The shackles were dragging along the ground, bouncing.
1: And for 40 to 100 miles, nobody noticed the weather balloon <laughs> bouncing through the snow slapping with shackles across their houses and their rooftops. I mean, you make a good
0: point with the rooftops thing, but this happened apparently in the middle of the night. Even more reason long, for people a, to notice. It's a cold large outside. outside. Large snow blizzard. Everybody's inside. Nobody wants to go out. And you I hear agree. a thud, I, I feel like that's not... Thud. That's not
1: like a... Thud. <laughs> Thud, That's not a completely unrealistic all the way across theory. your roof, and you decided, oh, Krampus is probably on my roof right now, ready to kill me. But I'm not going to take a peek.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely not going to take a peek. You're the you're the kind of person that gets killed first in the horror movie because no, you are
1: curious. I'm the one who survived. I don't know. We had an because explosion he outside
0: a little bit ago. No one went outside to check that out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that might have been a more stay inside moment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, the explosion I mean, already happened.
0: We were pretty sure that it was the apocalypse, so we just kind of had. An intermission and went to resume the rest of the podcast in our bomb shelter. Yeah. So yeah, if you uh, if you were listening carefully, you you can hear a uh, rather large explosion in our intro. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's uh it's the next mentionable mystery. Star- yeah. <laughs> Start <laughs> star- here. <laughs> Maybe There's you a fun little tip for you. Go back and uh, you know see if you can uh, find find the explosion. the explosion. Yes, the alarming explosion that sounds probably pretty real if you're using headphones. There's probably going to be a really
0: crappy edit there too.
1: <laughs> So It might not be hard
0: to find. Just find the crappy edit; you'll find the explosion.
1: Wow. wow, how long are we gonna? How long are we riffing on the explosion? I don't know.
0: Let's go back to Devil's hoof, right. Prince. <laughs> Another one of the uh, earlier theories was that uh, it was a kangaroo that had gotten away from a private menagerie of animals in the area. Turns out that that theory was just promoted by a pastor who didn't want his uh, constituents to. Latch on to the whole devil's hoof prints thing, so he was like, "Oh, it was
1: totally a kangaroo." I feel like a kangaroo would have been like dragging his tail in it, and probably would have stopped here and there. I don't know about forty to a hundred miles.
0: No, I I do not believe this one. There's yeah. no kangaroo.
1: No, kangaroo. I don't know. The weird thing is to me
0: is like the animals don't really work for any explanation because what animal is gonna go in a straight line over walls and? Rivers and It
1: sounds like a case of Jack. Roofs. That's and what it sounds yeah, like to me. Yeah,
0: Spring heeled Jack for sure. Yeah. He returned. Turns out the most recent sighting wasn't when we thought it was. It was uh it was here. Eighteen fifty five. Oh, Eighteen fifty five. South of Devon. We've got many, many mentionable mysteries to go through here, so let's keep her moving. Every time I hear that, my brain just kind of like <laughs> right, it just re cramps itself. up. It's like ah,
1: I can't compute, cannot compute, <laughs> no processing.
0: Uh, this one I like because it kind of goes from mystery to solved to not solved again.
1: It's the story of the splitting moon. That sounds like something out of a video game. Majora's Mask.
0: Yeah, I was actually going to say the exact same thing. Like that When he said video game, that popped into my head. Nice. Yeah, uh, nerds. Uh, the narrative of Gervas <laughs> of Canterbury. It's a, uh, an account that he took record of because he was their record keeper of five monks who saw the moon split in half and spit fire right in front of their eyes. It shook them to their core, and they gave him the report, swearing oaths upon their lives, and I imagine, you know, religious oaths as well, that th- what, they saw, or what they were describing is what
1: they all saw together. Man, this is why, how much... Mm. The moon is a dragon? Man. <laughs> yes. I, I'm not, I'm, I... So, what? they saw the
0: upper horn of the moon split in two. Furthermore, from the midpoint of the division, a flaming torch sprang up, spewing out, over a considerable distance, fire, hot coals, and sparks. Meanwhile, the body of the moon, which was below, writhed, as it were, in anxiety. And to put it in the words of those who reported it to me, and saw it with their own eyes, the moon throbbed like a wounded snake. Afterward, it resumed its proper state. This phenomenon was repeated a dozen times or more, the flame assuming various twisting shapes at random, and then returning to normal. Then, after these transformations, the moon from horn to horn, that is, along its whole length, took on a blackish appearance. So they watched a solar eclipse? Now you would think that maybe it was something like that, except they're describing literally Mooner? seeing Sorry. the moon split in half along its center, basically.
1: Yeah, but... <laughs>
0: What? Okay, yeah. So it's really weird.
1: It's also hard to like process like to th- Yeah, like to picture. imagine
0: because I, of course my first thought as you know as you said was the eclipse. But really, what they're describing is, like, wh- it is, way more fantastic yeah, it like than some, that.
1: It's like some Death Star shit.
0: Yeah, right? It sounds like, you know, explosions and, mm-hmm. and fanfares and weird hallucinatory, like, images. That's and, it. Right. Shit. And you, you, you think, okay, Drugs. weird story, but then they say, what, a half a dozen times? That's... Yeah. I right. mean, something happens once, that's, something, that's a weird, crazy story that someone's A rumor that someone started. It you... happens twice... You've got something happening. It happens three or four times, and like you've got something you know that is kind of. Uh, it, it sounds like basically like they were watching it happen, go through a cycle, then go back to normal, then do it again, then go back to normal, then do it again. Well, and I'm trying really hard to like find any sort of actual like plausible theory for that too. You know, like at first I'm thinking okay, reflections or aurora borealis or I don't know. Like I'm really trying to think. You know. Yeah. Well,
1: apparently it was solved. So tell us. So. This happened- I'm just trying to
0: guess it, I'm playing detective here. Uh, much later on, I want to say it was in the 1900s, I didn't write down the date, my bad. Jack B. Hartung, a, uh, astronomer, he was looking into this account and wanted to see if there was a way to explain it and the first thing that came to his mind was a crater called giordano bruno crater on the moon that is 22 kilometers wide it is the or he claimed anyway that it is the youngest crater on the moon and may have actually been created around the same time that these monks Um, had witnessed it there are methods for dating craters based on how much the dust has settled around them and stuff due to gravity and it changes over time yeah so they're able to look at an impact and say this is how old it should be okay basically he had purported that these monks witnessed an asteroid impact the moon and possibly at an angle that you know, made it look the way that it did only to them. So they didn't hear reports of it elsewhere because they were standing in like the perfect place to see it happen the way that it did. Yeah, I mean that was gonna be my second
1: theory, but I just thought I thought it was too obvious. Yeah, that was no, I that was my that was my first one actually, so
0: so he says this uh this this crater would have been created by a two mile wide asteroid and would have created an impact so large that it would have been, you know, pretty uh, visible substantial yes yeah, substantial from earth molten dust uh, would have obscured part of the moon making it look like it was splitting in half and the pulsating caused by an atmosphere of viscous gases emitted when the asteroid struck. These were, like, his explanations for the weird pulsating and the strange images and molten everything they were seeing. Unfortunately, more recent studies... Or fortunately,
1: depending on how you you look at it.
0: More recent studies... Some like them
1: solved, some like them unsolved.
0: ...say that the crater is actually not that young of a crater at all and much younger than a lot of the other craters around it and stuff. And they say that the chances of there having been a crater impact or an asteroid impact on the moon within the last 3,000 years are like 0.1% chance. Hmm. Yeah, So not likely that that's actually what they witnessed. It's still up in the air. Drugs. Drugs.
1: <laughs>
0: Case closed. Have either of you heard of a man named Edward Lidskalnin or possibly the structure that he built, Coral Castle in Florida? I know
1: Coral Castle. No. No, man. Uh, he actually happens to be a uh, best friend. We went to grade school together. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> second grade locker partner. Yeah, I mean, basically locker partner. <laughs> we went through everything together, you know? Me and that guy, we've been to hell and back. Yeah. All right, so tell Coral, me more, Coral Castle. No, fuck Please you. go on. No, that was it. You could probably <laughs> tell me all about I've, Coral Castle. I've got him on speed dial. <laughs> well, he's going to be our next guest, then, right? No, so if I'm not mistaken, Coral Castle, I had, uh, I found it because it, when I was looking up like haunted places in Florida. Oh, okay. That actually kind of makes and sense. And I think it is listed as like a haunted place. No, it's it's not necessarily
0: haunted, but there is some weird stuff surrounding it. Nice. See, I know things,
1: <laughs> Josh.
0: <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> so I have a Reddit post that I'm going to read here from, it's kind of, uh, it's just easier to do it this way. There's not a yeah. whole lot of information on this guy. Give it to me that way. This Reddit post sums it up real easy for us. Sum it. Give it to me rough. Give, it, Castle give me the juice was built by a single Latvian immigrant, Edward Leedskalnin between 1923 and 1951. It's made up of large limestone blocks and carvings up to 30 tons each, totaling an estimated 1,100 tons. Leedskalin worked secretively on the original building in Florida City until 1936, at which point he decided to take it apart and move it 10 miles to Homestead, Florida, where he continued to work on it until his death. Reportedly, he worked mostly at night, and no one ever saw how he moved or placed the large stones. They were transported to their new location via truck, but he insisted on unloading, unloading and unloading them by himself. When asked how it was all done, he vaguely alluded to the construction knowledge dating back to ancient Egypt and claimed it was really quite simple. No way. It's been the subject of a variety this of wild dude's paranormal a fucking, theories. he's a mummy. And frequent attempts to debunk him, but most notably... When a perfectly balanced 8-ton revolving gate stopped working in the 80s, it took a team of six men with a 50-ton crane to remove and reset it. To this day, it still doesn't work as well as the original setting, which relied on an old truck bearing. Whoa. They had to use a 50-ton crane to move this thing, and that guy was able to somehow do it by himself himself with, like... I mean, people say that they saw him using, like, wooden beam like pulley systems and stuff
1: like that, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like Yeah. I'm just going to, I mean, I hate to be that guy. I'm just going to say it. Drugs. (laughs) No, I also, the one
0: thing that feels like a red flag to me is the fact that he says it was easy. Now, I don't know if that's like verbatim, like a quote or whatever, but that seems like, at that point, you're kind of like flaunting and it seems. Flexing, you're being, yeah, he's it, flexing hard. <laughs> to me, like, that's a telltale because there's no way that that was easy. I don't care what kind of engineering what or methods equipment, you were using.
1: There's no way it was simple. Uh, turns out he's Namor and he had all of the fish friends from the ocean
0: oh he was like a a prince of atlantis yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. now there are
1: a lot of books written about
0: all of this stuff as you can imagine uh one book that one could go and research if they wanted to that you know i should have is (laughs) (laughs) he did our proper (laughs) research if if i was doing proper research uh it, it was a book that he wrote himself about magnetism and how current science is all wrong about how magnetism actually works and like the mechanics of it and uh the the physical Properties of it and, and all of that stuff. Uh, he had some. No, that sounds really cool. Really wild, out there claims, but a lot of people I mean, say yeah. that that's how he was able to do what he did was using some sort of reverse magnetism to lift these stones. Now, I, I know we don't like doing murder mysteries a whole lot. Yeah. Eh, you know, take her to leave it but this one is uh very like abstract seldom heard of and definitely a little stranger than normal this is the shark okay. arm I'm not opposed to murder <laughs> mysteries it just feels like maybe a little overdone not to say that I don't know I'm not really sure we I mean, just that's haven't where done that with
1: it there are there's literally okay listen here mentionables there is a genre called true, true crime. crime. Yeah. And it it has all the murder mysteries you could ever want. I'm not saying leave us and go listen to that. I'm just saying if you if that's something you're looking for, they're they're out there and there's a fuck <laughs> I mean, a about. lot of it. There's yeah. a lot of it. And I love it by and the way. Yeah, I I love true crime last podcast on the left. It's one of our favorites, but uh if that's what you're looking for, it might happen every now and then on here, but we decided to stay away from that as a main focus due to the fact that it's just a flooded market. It really you know, is a flooded market. You know what market. I mean? It's just people are fucking drowning over there. But I'm
0: into it regardless.
1: So yeah, send it. Send give me give me the juice.
0: So this mystery was posted in the serious "What is the best unexplained mystery?" thread on Reddit. Yeah, seriously, seriously. I tired of all the other Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> they all suck. I love that. Give me the this best. This was posted by Cannibalistic Apple. Here's one I learned about recently in 2000. A mummy was found. Oh, he didn't learn about it in 2000. Sorry. In 2000. Oh, okay. (laughs) Got it. Recently in
1: 2000. All right. That's not very recent.
0: A mummy was found around Pakistan with an inscription on the sarcophagus claiming her to be an unknown daughter of the Persian king Xerxes. It caused a big hubbub since it was the first apparent Persian mummy. It was fascinating because it had been mummified in the traditional Egyptian fashion, complete with all the organs extracted, including the brain, and I even recall something about a golden resin being found inside the body. But deeper examinations revealed a lot of smaller details that didn't add up. One archaeologist remembered being contacted by a middleman about a mummy that resembled the photos, and when he'd had a piece of the sarcophagus carbon dated, he found it was only 250 years old. <gasps> the inscription also used a Greek form of the name instead of Persian. The bandages dated to the Ron period, and the stone pad was found to be five years old. A lot of other experts noticed that the heart had been removed, which Egyptians absolutely did not, Would not do. do. Yeah, I didn't know that, but that... I feel like that makes sense, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Yeah. They quickly decided she wasn't a Persian princess, but here's the freaky part. Further examination on the mummy revealed her to be a woman between 21 and 25 who died around 1996. What? From some sort of blunt impact. There have been a trail of suspects from it since it was found in possession of some Pakistani and Iranian dealers who were trying to sell it on the black market, but
1: no one knows the victim's identity, and we probably never will. So somebody murdered someone, shoved him in this... Thing and then tried to play it off like they were a it's, mummy. That's it's always basically, nightmare.
0: yeah, yeah. And the weird part is they would have had to have a lot of different specialists to have pulled this off and made it look even relatively close to authentic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now this Wild. might sound stupid. I don't know. I'm just gonna ask it yeah, anyway because it. this is what I'm thinking. Is that is is it possible to use like a, a an, already, an already deceased body? rather than having to actually murder someone in order to do this? That, like could you an exhume could you exhume a recently buried body and mummify wrong. it? That is one of the the questions that is still kind of up in the air. Was this somebody who was murdered and they did this to hide it? Or did they procure a, a dead body I mean, so that they could way, pull off real a hoax. fucked up? I'm not I saying mean, I yeah. mean one may be slightly better than the other, I guess. You know, I mean definitely <laughs> one don't, don't definitely kill, don't kill people. Or defile graves. <laughs> Or defile graves, but, you know, definitely don't kill people. Definitely don't kill. Cannibalistic Apple says, Here's some interesting details on what would be required to make The Mummy based on a TV documentary aired by BBC. BBC. A person with the knowledge of anatomy and embalming techniques, a cabinet maker, a stone carver, a goldsmith, and someone with a rudimentary knowledge of cuneiform, whatever the hell that is. There would would need to have been a facility to conduct mummification, which in itself would have taken half a ton of drying chemicals. The act of mummification must have taken place within 24 hours of the woman's death. Now, this see, sounds that, like, like this sounds like some cult shit. <laughs> right? Like they were ready for this, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. They see, and that's what makes it seem more like murder. is th- this would have had to have been done. Murder. What, what if they did? Like, what if it was like a mortician that did like a Mission Impossible style, like stealing a cadaver out of the morgue or something? Would, right. Right. I mean, that's that's pretty. F- fucking wild but i plausible i guess
1: yes. isn't it kind of just you know the human brain's really strange in that you said that and i immediately started going do, 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 <laughs> do, do. and picturing a dude in the morgue like looking around and like sliding one of the things open and like rolling the body off and <laughs> slamming it shut you know and then he just throws himself up against the wall <laughs> god damn it I hope you all like cryptids because we've
0: uh, we've got one more mystery here, and that's what it's about—the mon. Uh, it turns Mongolian? out I don't like
1: cryptids. <laughs> I hate cryptids.
0: <laughs> the Mongolian deathworm. Dune. Yeah. Oh, sit. I'm glad you caught on. <laughs> I swear <laughs> I've heard of this. I don't know where, but you like you you don't hear something like that and forget. You know what and, I mean? And Dune is actually not the only. Uh, no, what's that one mover, Tremors? Yeah, you're on point today, bud. Uh, yeah, both of those works. That made of me feel really good.
1: Thanks. <laughs> were, uh,
0: <laughs> we're inspired by the Mongolian Deathworm. We needed that today. <laughs> yeah, I need, I needed that. Like, <laughs> no, we really do need that yeah, today. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. It first came to Western attention in a book called "On the Trail of Ancient Man" by Roy Chapman Andrews, written in
1: 1926. Roy Chapman Andrews. He's that a that uh, guy owes me twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Another, Another great school mu- friend here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he fuck, I, I, I lent him my lunch money so mm-hmm. many times. So uh, this guy. Roy, if you're listening You're a dick Fucking dick, dude He
0: had uh, talked to Mongolian officials and peoples about the Mongolian death worm And they all were like 100%
1: Yeah, it sounds like a martial arts move or something You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a style don't make me. Do the oh, he just hit him with a Mongolian death worm. The Mongolian death worm. I mean, it definitely doesn't sound good. You don't name something like that. I'm picturing somebody doing like a bunch of crazy moves as they say like Mongolian death worm, and then as soon as they say it, they like clap and just start doing like a belly <laughs> a roll TikTok dance. Yeah, That's yeah. <laughs>
0: the next big trend. Yeah. <laughs> so the Mongolian death worm was reported to have been two to seven feet long. A
1: that's not two to
0: seven, a pinkish oh, blood red we hue. Go. Sorry, big some, range. Huh? Some ti- well, it- no, I mean, like, that's what it grows to. Like, yeah, two, oh, okay. feet,
1: two feet's not that
0: big. Snakes do the same thing, some snakes are small, some are big. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought for sure you were gonna give him hell about how big of a range that was. I mean, was. it is a big range, but <laughs> two to seven
1: feet is just like, what, what is the death worm? Oh, like, well,
0: that's not the scary part. So, this all oh,
1: right, the scary part is how it kills you. It's it so you said that so ominously and I was like waiting for you to keep going
0: <laughs> so it would in the reports it it would shoot up yeah. out of the sand in an upright position and it would begin to tremble and puff up mm-hmm. until it would explode with a yellow viscous venom that would cover their victim and usually kill them within seconds like the
1: the worm itself. And the no no it would kill their victim not not the worm the worm's fine the worm of course the worm's fine I, I don't know like you, you said, said that it exploded. exploded
0: I was wondering the same well, thing well no I, that was for emphasis exploded with a yellow viscous substance like spit okay. it out yes yeah okay
1: because I was picturing like straight men I, and, I, I men in black like, I honestly
0: did too you know it's, <laughs> it's a fountainous venom you a, know a
1: fountainous vomitous it, it's it's like basically uh, like what are those like you know like the the fondue Fountains. Mm. Yeah. I don't like that. What? (laughs) Fondue Fountain of Venom? Yeah. (laughs) From the Mongolian Death Worm.
0: Wait, was that a band song and title? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think so. I yeah, think we just yeah. started a new. I think we just started a new band. Now the funny part about this to me, nothing's funny about this. But go ahead.
0: Every <laughs> every single person that anybody, at least anybody contemporary, has ever talked to about the Mongolian death worm is like, nah, I've never seen it there there yeah. are no actual sightings That's of the damn thing That's because you don't see the Mongolian deathworm and live to tell the tale.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> then how do we know about it, Josh? Because <laughs> my brain because... can't handle all of this. <laughs> Now,
0: despite it being more than likely a myth, especially because it's said that worm-like creatures really just can't survive in the Gobi Desert, it's still kind of fascinating. Uh, cool little like tale. Apparently, they're found in the most remote and driest parts of the Gobi Desert. So uh, dry, you know. So dry. And if the Gobi Desert doesn't kill you,
1: the, deathworms the death worms will. will definitely <laughs> will. If the Gobi Desert doesn't kill you than the Death Worms will this summer oh, 2022. Boy. It's been a while. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. In fact, I think we can officially say
0: that is the first this summer 2022 we've done. Yeah, it, it is actually. Right. This summer,
1: Gobi deathworm or Mongolian Gobi Death Alright, you're done. So, uh, what were you saying? <laughs> Damn, I was just getting in the flow. Just getting into it? Yeah, it was going to be a part of the many many I mean, it's not mysteries. bad. You really should think about maybe auditioning for
0: some Some voiceover for the
1: problem is, is like I'd get like a shitty toothbrush commercial and I'd be like, (laughs) This summer, and they're like, No, 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 that's not we were for. We just need you to talk about the toothbrush (laughs) 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 this summer. New Colgate strips. Oh my god, that's good.
0: Uh, i mean that's pretty much all i've got on the mongolian death worm that's uh, all Mongolian no, you know, you know, that that sounds Ryan. like
1: that's about all colin's got josh it, all right it's a worm spits venom
0: on you kills you within seconds and it sucks and nobody's ever actually seen one so is this is it my turn yeah
1: <sighs> i've been waiting for this moment all my life don't fuck it, don't up. Fuck it up kid don't fucking up no pressure Mentionables, we love you. Thank you for sticking with us. It's been 75. 76? And he airballs. 70, 76 <laughs> amazing episodes. I couldn't imagine doing this with anybody else, mainly because I don't think anybody else would do this with me. Um, yeah, no, you're insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> but just look you can find us on like every major streaming service i think there's even some that we don't know about at this point we just we keep getting thrown into websites but we're there and we're there for you and we're there for your friends and their friends and your parents your grandparents aunts uncles nieces nephews as long as they're old enough and the the point of what i'm no, telling don't, you is
0: don't let your uncles listen uncles hate our podcast
1: is that all right. Just subscribe and like our shit, please. That's all we want. That's all we want. I'm sorry. I'm getting aggressive. Yeah,
0: he's very aggressive. Just consider it maybe mentionable. Yeah, Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> you
1: sorry. have to talk to him nice, Ryan. I'm sorry. You can also
0: check out our Facebook, at Not2M, that's the number two, and our Instagram, at NotToMentionPod. We have a YouTube, go and check that shit out. And our website, www.NotToMentionPodcast.com. And if you have any quests, comments, or concerns, you can get a hold of us at NotToMentionPod at gmail.com. Goal! It's never a bad time. Not to mention, this has been Not to Mention Podcast. I am Josh. I'm Colin.
1: And I'm Ryan. And you can catch us every Thursday at 6 a.m. 6 a.m., baby.